Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one of its segments, and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco, and Kyle. Yes, sir. 16 miles wide and 574 feet between the France-Switzerland border near Geneva rests the Large Hadron Collider. Yes. So uh, built by the European Organization for Nuclear Research between 1998 and 2008 at a cost of nearly $4.5 billion. Uh, did you know? Okay, so what does this thing do, right? So particles move fast. They collide. It'll help us to understand the origin of mass, dark matter, dark energy. Why is there more matter than antimatter in the universe? Did this $4.5 billion project answer all those questions? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. I did not know this. I just find this completely interesting. It's one of the world's largest machines. It's one of the largest machines ever built, right? I mean, it's 16 miles wide. Yeah. They are proposing, there There has been talk about proposing a 62-mile wide version. Whoa. That will cost $25 billion. Will that get us the answers? I don't know. Here's what they got to do. Talk to Tony Stark because he can make one in his basement. <laughs> That's and it right. seems like it's going to work fine. That's, That's Tony Stark is all about consolidation. He's about making big things smaller. Yes, exactly. Right. Oh, so, boy. When you need a teeny, call Stark. Well, I mean, I, he might disagree for on a few things, but all right, sure. Because <laughs> here we are at minute 85 of Iron Man 2 from 2010, director to John Favreau, uh, and we're in hardware mode. Uh, Construction so montage. That's right. That's right. We're still in the montage with the rock music. Um, shout out to John Dedney, doing a heck of a job there. Uh, so we said, so I, I misspoke. I thought that the crates came in in uh, 84, but they actually come in in 85. No, right. So this is where we see the actual Project Pegasus logo is on the side. So as he's opening these and bringing them out, we see these really large, heavy conduits. And so, yeah, so basically it is, it's a collider, but in, in microcosm. So it's a small thing. But the thing that's interesting is they already had these. Like, the, like basically, like, they're like, you know, he like calls up and says, oh, this is what I need. And they they do same day delivery of uh, of atom yeah. smashing machines, like directly to Tony Stark. Man, it must be nice to be rich. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and and it's important. <laughs> I mean, this is something. I mean, this is and, yeah, this is and, critical. And it's from it's from Shield. Obviously, Shield is the one right. behind all this stuff. Uh, and so then, uh, as he's uh, continuing on, then lifting these heavy things and getting together, we can see sort of an arc is starting to form. Uh, and then we get to we see it's the return of Agent Coulson. Yes. Uh, so down the stairs comes Agent Coulson to see what's going on. It was. Anyway, so Agent Coulson comes in, not like, hey, Tony, how's it going? The first thing he says is, I heard you broke the perimeter. <laughs> like, we told you, you were supposed to stay here and do the, like this thing. Um, and Tony says, yeah, that was like three years ago. Where have you been? <laughs> Which it was, right. it was like later. It was like a day ago. But um, Agent Coulson, <laughs> once again, master of deadpan says, I was doing some stuff. <laughs> I love that's so great. Okay, and I really just love that exchange because yeah. get Colson comes in and gets right to it. Disdain, it's just complete disdain for Tony as yeah. a, as a human being. And then I do love Tony's reaction of the whole 
Well, that was like three years ago because for him, in his mind, yeah, that seems like forever ago, right? Because he's packed a lot in in the last 12 hours. But that answer of, yeah, I was doing some stuff. I am a secret agent for a secret organization. I'm not going to tell you what I was uh, doing. So dismissive. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine at any job, like you're late for something and it's like, hey, what were you doing? I was doing some stuff. Yeah. And then you just keep walking. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Only Clark Gregg can deliver really like that. Um, so then Tony continues on and says, yeah, well, me too. And it worked. Hey, I'm playing for the home team, Colson. You and all your fabulous furry freak brothers. Which I was like, what the heck is that? So I had to yeah, actually, no. I had to look that up. So Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers are, were a comic. It was actually a comic book, an underground comic uh, from the 60s. Or actually, I'm sorry, from the 70s. 70s, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was basically like a, almost, I would say this, a, a, not to offend any fans, but I would say this like a comic book version of Cheech and Chong. Because it was yes. mostly about three guys trying to score weed. Yeah. Much. There's a lot more to it than I know. No, no, but I mean, at its root, yeah. that's, that's sort of like the thumbnail version of it. So you had Freewheeling Franklin Freak, Phineas T. Freak, and Fat Freddy Freaktowski. And why does he make this reference? We have no idea. Yeah. Like, I have no idea what that has to do with S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, Wait, we haven't found any. I mean, we've done decent research. There's yeah. nothing in the commentary. There's nothing... What's the deal? Where did this get pulled from other than the fact that it is a comic book? All I can think of is it's Robert Downey Jr. just being Robert Downey Jr. And like this yeah. just occurred to him in the moment. And everybody went, okay. Wait, and you got to love the fact that they use. Okay, so I would assume there's a couple different versions of this scene, right? Where he says maybe a few different things. It's amazing to me that the editors chose to include this because this is a part of dialogue that goes by. If you're in the theater the first time you're hearing this, you're just going, wait, what did he say? Yeah. You're just sort of like, haha, that's a funny collection of words. <laughs> right? No, I, I wonder, there's got to be a deep, someday we'll find it, I'm sure. There, there's got to be a deeper, somebody had to know something, or else Robert, Down, Robert Downey Jr. has a very peculiar collection of 70s comic books. I, I would imagine that's the case. And I guess if, you're a, if you want to know more about the Fabulous Fur Freak Brothers, they actually put out an animated series last year in the midst yes. of all the, the, the bizarre things going on in the world. It might have gotten a little bit overlooked, but uh, it, it, it's out there. It's I think it's, it's called, I believe it comes out they come out free. Oh, it's the Freak yeah, it's just Brothers. the Freak Brothers. The Freak yeah. Brothers, right? So you can uh, do your do your searching for that and check it out and see if you can figure out what the connection is because we still don't know. Uh, then, so Tony Stark continues on. He says, "Now, are you going to let me work or break my balls?" <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, Tony continues to work. He's like laying out all of these things, and he's and he has an actual like industrial level, like this right. is like a, a serious well, workman level that he's putting on making and, and he notices like the, at this juncture, and, and we see the, the, the arc that he has so far is propped up on anything he could find so he has one of his motorcycles there with books stacked on top of it, he's got the crates, he's got tables, whatever he can get to do there, and so um, we see then Tony, uh, we see Agent Coulson walk over to one of the boxes which is opened up and that, no, this is one of the boxes from Project Pegasus, or this was this not not the original box that they gave him from his dad, right? Well, no, no, this is not the original box from his dad because this is this is a full one of the big wooden crates. But um, not clear that all these boxes are Project Pegasus. But true, I mean, yeah, like, like the only one that we saw labeled was that. So Assumptions, kind of like, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a right inference, and he pulls out what looks like a very familiar 
shield, at least a prototype version of it. It seems to be like a scale, like a model of what Captain America's shield would eventually look like. Right. And so Coulson knows instantly what it is. He goes, pulls it out and goes, what's this doing here? Not what is this, <laughs> but what's this doing here? And Tony looks over and says, that's it. Bring that to me. And Coulson says, you know what this is? What Th- this is what, which is weird to me uh, as a question because we know know that everyone knew who Captain America. Yeah, we well, know who Captain America was. Like, right, everyone had the comics. He was on the newsreels. Like you can you know, still watch the stuff. Like he was a real right. human being who carried the shield. Is that a line? Is that put in there just for like really hitting the audience members over the head <laughs> like, with? Uh, Do you uh, see what this is? Like, <laughs> I wonder if that's why that's kind of written that way. And then Tony says, that's exactly what I need to make this work. And he takes it from him. And that's the minute. And by the way, that's that's where the minute ends. That's really where the minute ends. We don't know why why it is (laughs) that he wants this thing. So uh, what's going on here? So in the first Iron Man movie, there's a a scene very similar to this where Tony Stark is working. And in the background, you can see a version of Captain America's shield. Why? Because people at ILM thought it would be really funny. So they uh-huh. stuck this little image in the background, like like it's on his workbench, like kind of thing, like ah, and eagle-eyed fans, you know, and those weirdos who would do like a movie minute by minute podcast on them noticed this thing and, and make a big deal of it, and so they decided for this one they wanted to have an actual physical prop, so they decided to make like a prototype thing now. Now, here we are in 2020, looking back and looking at thing and realizing that this makes no sense at all. Oh, none, zero. <laughs> Because when we see the shield for the first time in Captain America, the first Avenger, it's vibranium. So right. the fact that they even were able to etch a star and circles on it is amazing. Because right. what could they possibly have used in 1940 to etch vibranium? Right. But it was like that, and they just painted it, and you so you, you see that. But what the hell is this thing? Because they wouldn't have needed to do any prototyping, because... Howard Stark didn't make the shield. He just like carved the thing. Like we, I say we actually we don't really. I'm saying I'm using my own fan theory and stuff that it was he was he he got the vibranium from uh, Wakanda, but it was already in like a disc shape, so that it wouldn't have needed to have this like levels of two because it's one piece of metal. Yeah, I don't I I don't see like okay, it's a cool prop. Yeah, but. I always just thought Captain America Shield was just a solid piece of vibranium. Like right. I didn't, just, I didn't know it had a, a skeleton or an infrastructure under it or like components. Like yeah. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, like it was. It was like pieced together this? in levels or something like that. So yeah, I, I I don't. I have no idea what this thing is supposed to be. Okay, so let's let's fan theory this. All right. So when Captain America and first shows up, he has a basic. Like metal shield, like a a like a badge shaped shield, like a traditional right. shield shaped shield, right? Round one. So it carries that for a while, it gets damaged, and then Howard Stark says, Oh, how about this? It's made of vibranium, and they give it to him. In the interim, Howard was thinking of improvements to the shield and coming up with designs and ideas, and this is one of those designs. Huh? Oh, maybe that. Yeah. Is that? I mean, is that you solve know what it, our problem? Uh, it's that or it's this. Hey, 
we'd like to plant the seed that Coulson is a Captain America fanboy. <laughs> True. And we'd like to do it in a way that isn't completely obvious and silly. So how about we pretend that there's a prototype shield that's like semi-deconstructed and he shows a hint of what a fanboy he is. End scene. <laughs> yeah, this and this will not be the last time that uh, Coulson will hold a Captain America shield. Right? Uh, I mean, <laughs> and, I think and, maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's right. I mean, obviously, I know that in 2010 when they were they had made, you know, one and a half Marvel films. <laughs> right. <laughs> because uh, obviously, Colonel Hulk was still in production when this was in production. That they just put it in as a last thing. I'm just trying to figure out what the way to justify this because now it makes no sense in the continuity that we know. Right, that there would be anything like this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so this, it will not even be the, the like not be the last time that uh, we'll see Coulson in uh, a sh- holding a shield, and not even one that's that's very similar to Captain America's, but not Captain America's shield. So. Now, isn't it interesting though that okay, so when this movie Captain America: First Avenger that's in production no, around the yet. time. No, not yet. So not, no. not at the time this movie's released. No, they were, they they got delayed a bunch of stuff. So they're still like planning it at this stage. But, you know, it's interesting because you would think that, well, you'd think that this prop was designed specifically with the idea that it would appear in the Captain America movie. Right. And it does not. It does not. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I'm I'm saying. Like, it's just, uh, I I, I, I get a funny streak. I'm just trying to, like, figure out how we can can fit into what we know now. Okay. So is it also that, okay, now we're way down inside the roots of the weeds? Right. Is this also because hey we're gonna have this funny we're gonna have this funny thing with Tony, kind of you know being sacrilegious to the Captain America shield, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Spoiler, spoiler, because oh, we don't know right. what's gonna happen yeah, that exactly. next minute. You got to right. tune in. Let's Not just say he reverent. is. That's the spoiler. <laughs> right? Okay. Right? Not right. He's gonna be irreverent to it, but we can't actually use the shield. So why don't we make uh. like an almost shield? I mean, really though, maybe that is part of it. Like. True. It's got to be something else because it can't be the actual thing, but close enough. And that's where you get this weird, out of consistent <laughs> prop that yeah, this makes wah, doesn't make wah. a whole lot of sense. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because I mean that's that's and I say that's where I mean it comes to an end. So we don't even know what he's going to do with this prototype shield thing. Right. So we won't find that out until. But he needs it. He needs, he needs it. it. It's, necess- he does. it's exactly it's very what he necessary. Uh, but we won't find out what he's going to use it for until minute eighty six. So I mean, if that's not a cliffhanger, folks, I don't know what is. Like you, you have to keep subscribed for that. I mean, we would like you to. Yes, this is true. <laughs> well, because you got to find out. Like, what's he going to do with it? Will it be incorporated into it into the suit? I mean, does he have some cheese that he has? Does to anyone grate? remember that there's what? an Iron Man in this movie? I no. mean, oh, <laughs> and a villain. Did you know that there's a villain? Oh, there's, there's, there's a, uh, apparently there's a villain too. I'm, I'm told that this, oh, this talky, drivey, uh, buildy movie that there actually are apparently superheroes sometimes. And admit it, you do forget that at this yeah. point. <laughs> God, it's been a long time. But it's, uh, it's good. The ending's going to be really good. Don't worry. Yeah, they're going to sort of stick at the ending. Uh, and there also is, and just before we, we, we uh, move on uh, and wrap up, there is a, also a deleted scene that, that fits sort of roughly in this area, but it's, it was, it's an expanded version of him figuring out uh, how to do the, the uh, figuring out what the model represented. So there's like a longer 
five minute version of him looking at the model and scanning it and looking at pieces of it and stuff too. It's not particularly good. Uh, you can find it on, I believe it's, it's on, it's on YouTube, but I believe it's on, uh, uh, Disney plus and on the, the Blu-ray as well. It's, uh, and you check it out. I mean, like I say, it's, it's just, it's basically takes longer for Tony Stark to figure all this stuff out, uh, than it did in the actual theatrical cut of the movie. But, just worth mentioning, by the way, that to let, and also to let you know that we did know that existed. Just not really worth more than a couple of seconds discussion. But if you have a couple seconds yourself, why not leave us a review? Whatever podcatcher you like, if you're Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, if they're still in business, because I heard they're having some problems. Uh, oh. <laughs> by the time you read this, maybe they might be gone. Who knows? Uh, wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, uh, leave a review for us. It helps us know that uh, you're out there and listening which uh, we, at this point, only know in theory, uh, and also uh, lets other people know that you like the show, and so maybe they would like it too, because uh, what, what better thing is there among geeks than to share the things that we like? Exactly. So uh, make sure to be back here for Minute 86 when we find out what's going on. Uh, the the tense tete-a-tete between uh, Coulson and uh, Stark will continue, and you do not want to miss it. Enough said. Bye.